Hello and welcome to View from the Ninian, where we got plenty to talk about this week. We got Reading, we got West Brom, we got Cardiff in the news again. Oh, and we've got Reading again. And we've got your questions, so stay tuned for another episode of View from the Ninian. Hello, Ben Price. How are you doing, mate? Not bad, my friend. How are you? I'm good. I'm Gareth Baker. I am co-hosting View from the Ninian this week with the one and only Ben Price and Dan Jardine, but he didn't he didn't turn up. Saying about being stuck in work, but you know. He's stuck in Kamal then the poor soul. <laughs> Rough. Yeah. Unlucky Dan. But you know, as I said in the intro, we got plenty to talk about this week. Uh we're gonna kick it off though with the transfer window. And when I say there's plenty to talk about, I probably shouldn't start with a transfer window because this fuck all to talk about really, <laughs> isn't there? Well, this this the worrying thing is there's not even rumours, is there? You're normally good for a message board of, like, someone being spotted taking the kids to Howells or <laughs> something along those lines. But we've not even got that at the moment. There's nothing. No, it's like... Just give us a Rivaldo rumour again. Remember that? Um, what's the other one? Van Persie? Van Persie. That, Van Persie, that was last year? Just no, chuck, or a year before. Just chuck us a... At this rate, I'll take anything. anything. I got one for you that I saw on Twitter, actually. is Albert Adoma. The man currently being kept at the side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By Sammy Amiobi. Yep. I saw um, uh, Scott Johnson actually said earlier, you can actually hear the barrel being scraped. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... I, I, at, oh. th- at this point, I think Neil Harris got the job because in his presentation he said, I, you, I don't need any money. You don't have to give me any money. I do feel sorry for him. I think it's a case of when Neil Warnock left, he took the whole recruiting side with him. Mm. And clearly Neil Harris and his team, between leaving Millwall and sort of taking the Cardiff job, have forgotten every footballer that's ever existed, ever, and just been like, well, oh yeah, we've got sign players. Um, we should have done some work on that, shouldn't we, lads? It, it seems every player we've been linked with are within like 50 miles of Cardiff, as if like Neil's having to like do it on his lunch hour or something. It's, it's the scouting team. scouting on his lunch hour. The, the Kiefer Moore thing they needed that because they went to a Wales game and thought he looks decent. laziest scouting ever. But to be fair... <laughs> Scout, scouting went... report, Gareth Bale looks decent as well, if you can put a bid in for him. <laughs> Yeah, but um, yeah, Kiefer Moore, I'm one of the people who actually wouldn't have minded him to sign. But then, I th- I, is that because I just love him because of Wales? Because I'm not sure if he... Not that he wouldn't be a good sign-in, it's just what would he add? I don't think Kiefer Moore's a bad player. No, he's I not. I think he'd be a disaster for Cardiff. Everyone would be a disaster for him for Cardiff. Any striker, yeah. We are the, great, we are the Chelsea of the Championship, the graveyard for strikers. Definitely, definitely. Well, we're going to start off, part one... No, you've, you, you've literally summed up the issue with the one signing we've made. What's that? We signed Brad Smith from Bournemouth. Yeah. And I got the notification through on my phone just before I was going to lunch. And my reaction was, oh. who the fuck's Brad Smith? I got the notification. I was just like, uh, um, okay. That's no idea. So, um, that's, that's a do you remember our yes. coverage of the Preston? Was it Preston game? Or no, Millwall, wasn't it? Mm. No, Preston. It was Preston. Mm. So let's give our coverage of the Brad Smith sign as well. <clears throat> on to Reading. On to Reading part one. And I literally mean part one because <laughs> all we do is play Reading this season. Uh, FA Cup fourth round fixture, obviously. Reading one, Cardiff one, Patterson with a goal and Mite. 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 With a Reading goal, um, you've summed up poor refereeing performance, City seventh draw in ten games. You know how do we get more wins? I don't know that's why I asked the question in the running order. I, I'm asking you now, though. 
I haven't really thought of that, to be honest. Oh, you I, th- I, right? literally, <laughs> I literally think good, it's a lack of... It's just... They're not bad performances. It's just the good bits are mixed in with some bits that are really, really dire. Do you think it was a better performance? Yeah, 100%. I think there's... The, since... I think they've gradually been getting better since we got battered by QPR. I mean, yeah, they've that's been a good dire. Point. That's a good they've point. They've been, like, poor, but you can see that there's structure coming about it. The defence are mm. looking a bit more structured. Still, the goal we conceded was poor. He was offside, mind. Mm. How the linesman gave didn't. Oh, the Reading one? Oh, yeah. Oh, I loved how Reading put that goal up on their social platform with the angle showing that he was clearly offside, yeah. Unbelievably offside. It's just the linesman was on that side. There was no one there. There was no excuse not for it to be given. Do you think that VAR should come to championship then if, if mistakes like that are happening? I've got it. My issue isn't with VAR itself. I think VAR can work. Yeah, I, I, um, I think it's the it. rules need to be looked at in mm-hmm. detail. Not, it's not a quick. Oh, let's just scout over these. The, each rule needs to be looked in detail. If you're doing VAR, the rules need to be black and white. I, I they put, can't be up for interpretation because yeah. t- you've still got a human examining each thing, and each person's going to have a different view on it. Mm-hmm. So you can't have a rule that's up for interpretation, and then the referee in the stadium says it's not a penalty. Or it's not a handball, or it's not an offside, but the guy at uh, Stockley Park yeah. thinks it is, and that gets overturned. It doesn't work. It needs to be black and white. But then you've also got the issue of, with the black and white, that means if a player's got his armpit offside, he's offside, yeah, and I no th- one wants th- to see I that. I think with the whole armpit and the fucking finger thing being offside, I think it should just be, you know, look, the VAR has shown that this guy's armpit's offside, the referee, plain and simply, goes over and judges, do I think that he's gained, offside? Gained is that advantage. gaining an advantage? No, it's a goal. It shouldn't just be black and white. Oh, no, his the oxygen come out of his mouth is, is offside. But yeah. I think like instances like that, though, for Reddin's goal, you look back on that, and if we are going to push for playoffs at the end of the season, those two points that... Well, I know, I know it's the FA Cup, yeah. but like in terms of the championship, no, I know you mean, like yeah. games like that in the championship where something that... Obvious where the about, linesman should be picking up. You think back to the Chelsea game for us. Right yeah, just headphones just <laughs> nearly come off my head. You think back to the Chelsea game for us in the Premier League. Mm. Um, VAR's in. We, oh, we win that game. I know. And let's face it, the, the way Chelsea were playing at that point, we would have won that game. Um, we're three points ahead. It's an extra three points and we stay up. Mm. Um, those are the lines it comes down to, so I can understand the calls for it to come in. Yeah. My issue with VAR is, especially in the FA Cup, is if it's VARs in the stadium, they use it. Yeah. And I don't think that's fair. It's creating a two-leveled competition. Okay. And I really don't think it's fair. It should be either in for every club, and every game mm. for the competition throughout uses VAR, and I include the qualifying rounds for that I to agree. make it fair. I agree. Or it doesn't get you in the FA Cup. So back to the Reading game, who oh, were yeah. your standout performers? I thought Will Vox was outstanding. Yeah. Really the best performance, considering the nightmare he had at Reading back, when was it? September, yeah, September Free time. was there. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Like, he didn't I have thought, a good game. I, I no one did, I, to be fair. Yeah, I think everyone on that pitch was dreadful. Like, I, I, I was there. I saw it. I think Vox was just used as a scapegoat. It, it, I think he was at fault for that Puskas goal. Yeah, but it was so harsh. He's recently just coming into the team. But I think this is this shows he's starting to find his. Definitely. Role within the squad. He's starting to discover who he is as a and player at people, Cardiff City. People are forgetting the excitement that they had when we first signed Vox. Like, I was certainly excited, but it's that typical Cardiff City thing where 
It was almost like an Adam Matthews situation. Remember when Adam Matthews scored that own goal? Uh, Ipswich, 2-0 loss, yeah. Just didn't play him anymore. Yeah. And then Adam Matthews just fucked off. Went to sell it again, didn't he? Yeah, it's just freezing the play out. And I think Warnock was kind of freezing out Volks and has taken a new manager to come in. This is the benefit of getting a new manager in. He can look at things with a clean slate and see that Volks is talented. And, you know, that Reading game, you said he's a standout performer. You know, we, we won't talk about it too much, but he has featured quite a lot in the games afterwards and yeah so Vorks and you mentioned Patterson being a standout as well yep. you know he scored in the previous round in the cup scored unassisted you know he's he looked to have found his feet in that game he's, he's looking just to have found himself again he's started to become you're getting back to that player that's an absolute nuisance of a player oh he was a nuisance like in that championship season he was he was unplayable at times he do defend like, his heads in he may not He's not like unplayable as in the way you sort of think of some players that are skillful and creative and do amazing things. He's not he's a technical unplayable. player, is he? He's unplayable in the way that defenders just want him to fuck off. Yeah. Just uh, do his head. He's, he's one of those players who are good in the air, plain and simply, because of the desire. Yeah. He's, I know he's not short, but he's not, you know, six foot four. He's, he's, he's strong. He's like fucking girthy, I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> on all parts of his body, I imagine. But, you know, he's just... I, I've wanted Patterson, you know, to kind of find his feet so much this season. Because we're all huge fans of Patterson. Yeah. He's probably, aside from Bamba, the club's favourite player. Yeah, he's, he's one of those players that the club... I think you look at this sort of squad at the moment, it's lacking a lot of personalities. 100%. And yeah, you've got people like Patterson who have a personality that just... I love... Yeah. You need those to cling on to. They're the ones. That's what made sort of McNaughton special. Mm-hmm. He wasn't the most amazing of right backs, but he had so much character. You could see he just loved playing football and just he was such a fun person. Yeah. There's plenty of players like that down the years that we've had that that's why we've clung to them. And Patterson's one of those, but he's actually really bloody good at football as well. Um, he's finally, I think the club have finally realised, like we've been talking about for a while with him, if. He's finally found a position. He's starting to find his position. He's playing as a ten, or as that sort of not out and out striker, but sort of a false. Was he not false set, ten? I, I might be jumping the gun here. Was he centre midfield for that game, or was he up front, or ten. was it a recent game? Ten. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he was played played in the Hulks behind. Uh, was it wasn't Gladstone that started, was it? Was it Gladstone? Who started against Reading? Yeah. I thought it was Ward. No, Ward's been concussed. Sorry, it's. Um, I'm sure it's Gladstone. This is great. We are prepared. This is a great podcast. Yeah, it was Glatzel. Dead air. Yeah, it was Glatzel. You played it front behind Glatzel, and yeah. It's a partnership I think could work up real well. Um, Him and Glatzel just look like. Yeah, but you need Tomlin in that number 10. You can't be playing Patterson ahead of Tomlin. Tomlin is literally one of the best players in the championship this season. Uh, Yeah, it's different. Difficult and it's nice to have options. Yeah, I see what you mean. I think uh, at this rate, I'd almost prefer for him to play as an inside forward on the right. Yeah, you know, you done you done it in the championship two seasons ago. Like, yeah, there's no reason why he can't. You know, he's not blessed with pace, but he can just be up there, kind of stay there a bit, and he can defend. He can come back and help. Yeah. Bit. So I wouldn't play him in that number ten, but yes, yeah, so it was one all in that FA Cup game. And am I right in saying that that was the game in which the controversial reporting came about? Yes, you would be right. I mean, you've stayed well clear of this, Gareth, which I'm impressed with. There's been no controversy whatsoever with you. I've been very quiet on this. 
Yeah. I haven't written an article, which haven't. Jackie Oakley called me <laughs> stupid for. No, nope, haven't pissed off journalists in any way, shape, or form of you. <laughs> Haven't, haven't, haven't been threatened to be taken to court at all? No, I, <laughs> I, 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 it was a, literally a lecture in university today just on my article on how not to write sports articles. Well, I don't, think, I don't know if anyone's read it. We didn't put it, um, it didn't go up on View from the Indian at the end of it. There was no, talk. I was talk. Yeah, we, we were talking about putting on View from the Indian. To be honest, like, from my personal standpoint, it's one of the best pieces I've ever written. I think and great. I think it comes from the heart. I think the best pieces of writing come from the heart when you actually have something fresh and original to say. I think where I went wrong was when I said Anne Robson looks like she's had her face shoved in a blender. Perhaps I was a bit personal. And I did say Jackie Oakley lied, which she didn't lie on purpose. No, she was f- fed false information. Yeah, and which... she chose to report it prematurely. You know... It goes to say, where in this circumstance, it was very frustrating. Forget Jack Oakley, just the actual general press coverage after this game was just nothing short of slanderous. Yeah, 100%. And the way Cardiff City, oh my God, the way Cardiff City's media team responded was absolutely perfect. Yeah. It was I, perfect. I think there's a lot of people within sort of you from the Indian that's been very critical at times of the way Cardiff's media team handle things. Um, in these sort of situations and just in general sort of the way the communication with the fans isn't the best mm-hmm. but that statement they put out oh c'est magnifique it, it, it was brilliant and you know I think when at first the press were kind of like against Cardiff as soon as we put this statement out they were all against Reading so from a Cardiff City's media point of view they must have been sitting back patting themselves on the back here because Everyone was like folks on Reddit, then they finally apologised. But did you notice they didn't apologise from their official Twitter feed? Yeah, they're not going to, are they? Because they've also now, uh, today, uh, Millwall have released a statement saying they've concluded their investigation and there is no, there is no evidence whatsoever mm. on the allegation of racism or homophobia that Reddit put against them yeah. the previous game. Um, I think for me, and a lot of people have touched on this, it's, what Reading are doing is so dangerous. Yeah. We in no way condemn, like, justify, can justify racism or homophobia any way, shape, or form. Absolutely not. It's disgusting. It's wrong, it's vile, and if, you're, if you have those views, you're just a wrong human being. Yeah. Well, Cardiff's, Cardiff's statement, I'm not going to read it all, but what I loved, if you haven't actually read it, Cardiff said, We are extremely disappointed that Reading Football Club chose to label the behaviour as racist and homophobic of which there has been no evidence. We also question their protocol and procedure on the day and welcome a full investigation into its use for the benefit of both our clubs and indeed British football. We are also very disturbed and concerned with some of the subsequent press and media reporting on this matter. You know, it's it's brilliant, it's apt, it's to the point, and the fact that Reading have now tried to do it against Millwall... What's their fucking issue? Well, it's it's showing like they're doing a really dangerous game of sort of crying wolf a bit and watering down what is a very important procedure and something that really needs to be called out against. Because for anyone who isn't aware, and I think most people are, you are capable of texting and calling a number now when you're in a football stadium to quite easily report any racist, homophobic, or any form of abuse. And as soon as you like parody that and make it just you know 
worthless. Like people aren't gonna people aren't gonna take it seriously. No, it's gonna water down what is a really important service. Um Reading also didn't follow the protocol. It's a um the announcement was part of a three step procedure if uh, racism or homophobia or any sort of those sort of oh, right, okay. crimes occur. Um the announcement is step one. Mm-hmm. Step two is the referee calling the players over and the managers over. Step three is removing the players from the field. Um, it's a big thing to call in step one. It can only be authorised by the police or the referee. The clubs themselves can't issue the warning without authorisation from one of those two parties. Uh, the police have confirmed they didn't issue a warning mm-hmm. and re- and the referee clearly didn't. So Reading went on their own backs to make this announcement and went to get a protocol. That is massively dangerous. It's it's libelous. Yeah. We're talking about libel. It's libelous against fans, paints football in a really bad way. Definitely. And also creates just an unnecessary shitstorm and waters down just what is a really important subject. If you're creating false claims, it's going to just take away from when, a, when an actual call has been put in or someone has said something. Because there are dickheads that will say something. Yeah. Fortunately, I think Cardiff, for all our bad press and what our fans have done in the past, I think I've seen one racist incident at Cardiff in the years I've been following them. And that I, lad got a kick in. I've, I've honestly never seen any. Nothing. I saw one. <sighs> I, haven't, I haven't actually, I've never seen a homophobic chant. West, when, West when, Brom away in the Premier League um, when Darley scored that last minute winner. Mm. Um, something kicked off and it wasn't really at the game it was sort of on the way out there was a couple of things between some fans and one of them used a really inappropriate turn and the City fans policed themselves and yeah the lad got a bit of a hiding there you so, go. Um, which he thoroughly deserved yeah so City fans aren't going to stand for racism they're not going to stand for homophobia no I, I, I genuinely think that you know it's been Cardiff City themselves said that the city is very multicultural it like, is. It's, it's, it was the first, as a capital city would be. It's the first, and I think it's the oldest Muslim population in the country. They all came from... Yeah, we have a very docks- diverse Somalian population as well. You know, it's like a lot of these ethnicities go and follow Cardiff City away. Oh, massively. Like, it's, it's, uh, when I saw the news, I was just, I was dumbfounded. I was like, well, surely not. Like, because I, I would think that if that would happen, they would have had a hiding before anyone had an opportunity to report i was it was the, the longer it went out the angrier i got yeah with the way it was being handled i thought it was handled appallingly and i think one of the biggest people that handled it appallingly is uh wales online and south wales echo 100%. um for, 100%. for a newspaper that reports on issues and is read by the majority of the sports coverage is read by city fans their reporting was dangerous yeah it was false, mm-hmm. and it was just downright wrong. And, and you, you at no would... stage have they apologised for it. You've got the head of media, Paul Abandonato, who, oh, while he's not trying to read Annis's books and lick Blakey's arsehole, is trying to worm his way out of taking any responsibility for what was published on his website. He's the editor of sports. Whether he's got the day off that day or not is irrelevant. He was, he was proud of that. He was proud of that headline. He was yeah, proud because he got the clicks. Yeah, you just know the clicks, their clicker yeah. was going, and they're just there spunking themselves. Look at all these clicks. Look at all this traffic. Mm. Glenn Williams. Glenn's. I've really enjoyed some of the stuff Glenn's written for the club since he's come there. He's yeah, he's been good, I but way better than the previous guy. Yeah, and I think he's done well. And then to see him post this, and I know you've got this thing of, oh, we can only report what was reported. 
but you know your audience and you know what you're doing. Well, the, the thing and is, it was really like, irresponsible and just shitty of them. As a correspondent for Cardiff City, he's built up a bit of a trust that I've noticed on Twitter. Like a lot, of, I, you're betraying that trust. Wells Online, you would expect as one of our own, as a newspaper in Wales, to stick up for Cardiff, to actually report those false and they, they don't, they were worse than anyone, literally anyone. Yeah. They and just they Wales on anyone. It was just wrong. And you just know for a fact that so many people read that front page and thought Cardiff fans are racist. Guilty, yep. But anyway, moving on, we got part two. story. West Brom. What was the score, mate? It was Cardiff City 2, West Bromwich Albion 1. one. Fuck, what a result. Oh, fantastic. Well fantastic. Still reeling about that. I, Wait, is reeling positive or negative? Uh, reeling, uh, Can neg- be used negative. I don't know. I'm happy. Buzzing. There you go. There you go. Oh, that works. Yeah, Buzzing. Yeah, it was a good result. It was nice to walk out of that stadium on Tuesday night bouncing. Yeah. It was just, it felt good. It was I awesome. Thought, I, I, I genuinely thought before that game, like, I... I guess there's a sense of negativity, although we haven't been totally shit since the QPR game. I just thought, West Brom are class. Like, they're a much better team than us, much well-oiled, better manager, you know, better players. Yeah. I thought, well, wow, this is going to be... I didn't think it would be like 4 or 5 nil because we're hard to be at home, but I thought it would be 2-3-0 easily. I said um, on the guys who were a City fan, and I was there, like, if we get a draw... Be bouncing. I will hmm. be absolutely delighted with the draw. I think that's a fantastic. No, no one, all, you know, like it would have been great. And yeah. To come away from that, obviously, Cardiff two, West Brom one. Uh, Patson with the with the first goal. Austin then equalised through a penalty, and Tomlin's worldy free kick. Yep. Uh, sealed the three points for the Bluebirds. You know, big big home win for City. Um, you know, there was good performances all around, but. I think someone you've mentioned was particularly poor. Yeah, Jazz. Yeah, um, and it's not like him because he's normal. He's been since he's come back. I've been very impressed with him, and he's probably due a bad game. Let's give him that. But he had a bit of a shocker, clumsy on the ball, an absolutely stupid penalty to give away. Yeah, Um, that Charlie Austin then scored. Uh, It just wasn't his night. I think he just had one of those games. I can't hold it against him. I still think he's got a strong place in the squad, even if his contract is up. Whether you give him another one is debatable. But he's got a place in the squad, especially his cover, since Peltier is injured at the moment. So, And I think, or, or not just as Cardiff City fans, as just Welsh fans, we're hoping the Jazz can just... Kick on and... Kick on and have a great you know, rest of the season. Hopefully yeah. keep Peltier out of the team. Although I love Peltier. Like if he can keep Peltier out of the team, that means he should be going... You know, possibly to the Euros. Yeah, but based on that performance, probably not. Uh, there's another player that divides opinion in that game. You mentioned Gavin White. Yeah, I saw a lot of people hammering some reports, saying that White. Uh, I think we, I think uh, Tell gave him six mm. out of ten in the uh, ratings on the website, and I think that's about fair. I thought I th- he's, in the first half, he is a, he is Gavin six White. In, in yeah, my, he's like always a safe six. This, this was the bottom end of six, though, for me. I think in the first half, especially, I thought he was poor. Hmm. Second half, thought he came alive and thought sort, sort he did well until he got subbed. But the first half, I just didn't get what he was doing. In it, it, 
there was no decisive ball. It was just sort of running into channels and just sort of getting in the way of people. He's, he's a very weird player to like analyse this. Like in, in uh, when you talk about his outstanding attributes, like stamina is obviously one. Work rate can't fault is he him. Skillful, not particularly. You know, is he fast? He's, he's not slow. No, but is he agile? Kind of like he's one. He's one of those players on FIFA that would just you would never sign an ultimate yeah. team because yeah. you would just be impossible. Couldn't to use play. him. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, he's just. I like him. I think he's. I think he's going to do well for the club long term. But this wasn't his best game. There's a lot of people, a lot of abuse, not abuse, but sort of people questioning mm. other people's opinions. Say They must have seen something I didn't. He did do it. He, like, a lot of people went on about the run he sort of made, um, sort of took the ball. And how he, stayed, how he stayed with the ball with the tackles going in him, I don't know. But even then, he ran sort of, it wasn't an attacking run as such. It was more diagonal. Yeah. So he ran across the pitch. He's quite erratic, isn't he? Yeah. Very that erratic. That is it. There needs to be, there needs to start now being a final product. Yeah. Um, he took a couple. Of, it's 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 not far away. It's not to slate him and say he's not good enough because he will be good enough. Um, he's but, just you know five foot seven. He's very skinny. Um, it's it's weird. Like a player of his kind of you know what he looks like wouldn't do well in the championship normally. So maybe it'll t- possibly take bulking out a bit because I don't know. It's He's a, he's a conundrum for me. I don't know what he needs to do. He needs he's to find the final ball. He needs to find that killer decisive pass that is so far eluding him. Do you reckon? I, I haven't seen him put a good he's, cross in while under pressure. His distribution in general, I think, is pretty poor. His general passing isn't great. I, I think sideways, if he's passing it, or oh, sideways... Mate, fuck or, me, mate. You could go on that pitch and pass the ball sideways. Mate, you've seen me play football. That's a lie. I generally think... I, I, I think in ter- like he's he does... The, what, he does what, a job, and he he put, he protects the right back better than any other uh, any other player. That's what I love on about the right. Him. I do like that about him. And him when, and Hoyler, him and Hoyler play out, make the full make give the fullbacks an yeah. easier time. Yeah, um, no doubt about that. But I'd like to see a bit more from him coming forward now in the next half a season for the rest of the season. I'd like to see him get a couple of goals, a couple of assists, and really sort of show that he's cracking on. I think then you know you've got a player. So who actually stood out for you in that game, man of the match? It's between. And it's either end. I thought Patterson was class. Again. Absolute Patterson. bastard of a player. Eight fouls. How he didn't get booked, I don't know. Didn't he, um, I read somewhere, he challenged for 12 aerial duels and the second most was a West Brom player with like challenging for three or four. He's up for everything. He was fantastic. Like that Again, two and two games, two goals in two games, uh, two s- cracking performances. He scored uh, what, like four goals now this season? Yeah. Like four assists? Yeah, he's he's getting back at like for someone that hasn't really performed. Better than Gladsaw. Yeah, for some well, for someone that's sort of you've questioned his form. Mm. For anyone we all have, it's not been where he needs it to be, and he yeah, I think he's admitted that in stuff as well. I, I do. You know, I saw someone on Twitter point out something like something really like quite bang on was that Patterson has continuously for Cardiff City come back from injuries and being out of the team and stuff like that, and always performed. I mean, he's always like come back into the team and like tried his fucking best. Oh, you can't fault his work. Look at him in the fucking Premier League, mate. Yeah, he can play at the Premier League level. He's going to start now kicking on and sort of. I think he will. He wants to be a striker. I think he said that in the press, and I think that's where he's going to start playing now. Um, And the way he he needs to just knuckle down and just say to himself, "Now I'm a fucking striker. That's it. That's my career." 
And it's like the Darcy Blake conundrum, isn't it? Like yes, one of those exactly. kind of things where like they didn't quite know where they were playing. So you can't like put all your mind into that, you know, doing training to like, you know, if you're a left back, work on, you know, the overlaps and, you know, like that area of the pitch. Like Patterson needs to just be like, right, I need to work on my finishing. I need to, you know, work on holding the ball up. I need to work on being a bit more agile possibly. I think Agile's probably the only thing because he's got a knack of scoring the goals. You see the goal, he's got a good goal so far this season and like the two goals he scored against Reading and It's weird though because his West goals Brom, they, never they, look like he's going to score. Like he's one of those players who just like, he sticks out a limb and the ball and it goes in. Attracts so him, and he's, yeah. not, he's not an attractive player to watch in terms of aesthetics, but in terms of like a Cardiff City type of player he's like yeah that's why we love him yeah he's a Cardiff City player through and through yeah he's Scottish not... you know industrious grey hair mental grey hair drinks fucking Bucky Mad Duck 2020 Mad yeah <laughs> or a man um, yeah the other thing I think we need to talk about a bit is that free kick Tomlin's free kick oh. do you know what I've watched that I think uh, Cardiff City's French fan page yeah we've got a French fan page tweeted like a perfect angle from like behind and it makes Tomlin's free kick look like so just on purpose do you know what I mean when I say that it's almost like he knew what it was going to go in before he hit well he ran off didn't he before it's gone over the line he's gone he's like that's it I'm off but the way he approaches the ball and hits it was like he was just in training just mucking about like he saw the Reading uh, fucking Reading West Brom goalkeeper very far to the goalkeeper's left, and it was almost like, oh, well, I'm just going to put in the top left corner, I guess. And he fucking did. It's perfect placement. He couldn't have put that better in a place, like if he had picked it up and sort of went, I'm going to put it there. Um, it's just, it's quality that sort of we've been lacking from set pieces since Wits. It was Whittingham esque, yeah. but it was the right foot. Um, it was just, I saw some West Brom fans giving uh, Johnson grief, saying, oh, he's too far to the left. Well, he has to be because that's where the standard goalkeeping position is. Yeah. I think like his position was fine. It's just, especially from that far out. Right, I, d- I disagree. I think he is a bit far to the left. I think he is a little bit far to the Sorry, left. To the, but it takes his left to the goalkeeper's left. Yeah. But it takes a player like Tomlin, like of his quality, to just be like, okay, I'm going to bang it in before he has a chance to move any more to the right. It's hard though, as it like you look at that with that. It's not like it's in perfect free kick range. That's what I'm quite impressed with it. You've got to get that up and over a wall. Well, he's, he's very fucking... It's close. It's, it's on the D, you said, pretty much. I don't think people realise... How difficult how a trick that it, is, yeah. Well, how hard it is just to, to score a free kick. Like, I think I've tried a few times when I've been allowed to take a free kick, which is, I can promise you, very rarely. <laughs> and it's impossible yeah. to dip a ball. Oh, first of all, to get over the wall, I don't know how they do it. I honestly don't know how they do it. I can get with, over the with, wall, but the problem is it gets over the bar then and yeah, it goes like over the guard. Feet over the yeah. bar, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, like, the way these players, like Lee Tomlin and Whittenham, and I'm, I'm obviously just using Cardiff players as an example, managed to dip the ball, but with that amount of finesse, and it, it wasn't as if he, like, belted it in. No, it was just a he gentle glide. It. it was super, it oh, was just man. quality, just, it was skill. Just watch it now. I just want to watch it now. I know Scott Porn. did a really good article that I read at lunchtime. Um, about oh, Scott. Well done, Scott. Well done, Scott. Oh, Scott wrote an article. It was good. It was about freak cities and no, luxury of free kick takers. It, it was a cracking article, to be fair. And good writer, Scott. He doesn't. He writes articles and you know, doesn't. 
get Jackie Oatley threatening to sue him. So, <laughs> so he does well. Sue him, right? <laughs> yeah. All wrong. <laughs> What's got yeah. more clicks recently, though, mate? Yeah, see, well, that's, that's, I think that's, that's all matters. Wales Online. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not Wales Online, guys. We don't care about clicks. We care about the truth. Yeah. The fucking truth, man. For the fans, by the fans, view from the Ninian, men of Harlech. Right, okay, so we have Reading, part two, Yay. and your questions, which we'll answer. But I, let's start off with talking about Reading fucking again, I guess. Um, yeah. Okay, playing them in football. Two, it's not just part two, is it? It's part two and part three. What do you mean? FA Cup replay as well. So we've got Reading on Friday, we've got them on Friday, and we've got them on Wednesday. Oh my god, yeah. That's mental. Yep. Ah, oh, fucking hell. That's just like, that's too much reading, that is. That's four times, uh, three times in a week, in a bit. Well, we have to talk about it, guys. Unfortunately, this time it's in the league, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, First yeah, uh, Friday. So, is that on TV? It is. Sky Sports. Uh, Friday night ki- Friday night game, 7.45 kickoff. And it's at home. It is at the Cardiff City Stadium. Good stuff. I did something very stupid online on Monday. So, oh, I wonder if the FA Cup tickets are out on sale yet, the replay tickets. Hmm. So I went on the ticketing website, not paying attention. Did you buy tickets for Friday? No, I almost did. I looked and went, fucking hell, these are a bit steep for an FA Cup replay. (laughs) And I zoom out, I'm going, fucking hell, they've sold well, didn't they? (laughs) Hang on, some bastard sat in my seat here. The seats in front of me that are normally occupied are free. You absolute wally. It took me... Far longer than it should have is to realise. Is this because the ticket website's shit, or just you're an idiot? Oh no, it's because this this was purely me being a just fair play. Cause idiot. I know a lot of people are complaining about that. The new website, website. There are a lot of issues with that new ticket website, but is no, it, this was my fault. I've only used it like a couple of times, and I think it looks way better than the last one. It looks better. It's yeah. just I don't the know. Last one used to fry my head. I remember going to the last one trying to change my address from my old house in Porthcawl to my new one. And I, it, was, it was fucking, it was like breaking fucking out Alcatraz or something. You'd have like, to how crack do a, I do this? Cr- getting away tickets was a nightmare. You had to crack a code before you could get the away tickets half the time. Mate, uh, yeah. But when I bought my Reading tickets, it was like, I think it took me like 25 minutes. <laughs> trying to work out, right, wait, wait, what game have I bought for? Where are these going? Are they coming to my house? Have I sent them to D- Dave down the road? <laughs> what is going on with this? Oh my god! Well, and like, well, fair play. Did you buy tickets to the right game in the end? That's right. Uh, the, right the tickets haven't gone sale yet. I'm buying them tonight. I think. Right. Make sure. So, uh, I think in the view from Ninian chat, we've been talking about like Cardiff City. I think, like legally in terms of the FA rules, can lower the tickets to a minimum amount of ten pounds. Ten pounds. What Cardiff City need to do for that game? Because look, I want a cup run now. I don't know how the season's going to go. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same. I want a cup run. Yeah. I want to get to the. Fucking FA Cup final. Yeah. I'd love that. I would absolutely adore that. You know, £10 a ticket. Like, juniors go for £2 or something. You know, st- give some tickets away for free to some oh, schools. schools. Hammer Whatever. the schools. Yeah, just give it, like, get that stadium, like, m- full. The but tickets, I'm pretty sure the tickets all over are 10 quid. They uh, are. For Wednesday night, yeah. The ticket, oh, I thought tickets are 10 quid, so that sort of swayed me to go. Perfect. Um, I'll be going to that. So, yeah, it's good value and, like, I think, like you said, everyone wants a little cup run now. Um, the league, do. we don't, like you said, I think you summed it up with that you don't really know how the league's going to go this for the rest of the year. Yeah. I think that's spot on. Um, I don't think we'll get playoffs. I think we're too inconsistent. But I, I, I just, at, at this point, you know, 
we all remember how good it was, you know, the Carling Cup run and the FA Cup run. Do you know what? In some ways, it's more exciting than the league because it doesn't happen that often. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, it's just something about it. There's something about it. And there's there's something about also, like, waiting for that cup draw to see you get. Obviously, That's if we class. beat Reading, we play Sheffield United and pray to God that Ollie McBurney doesn't score a winner against us and do a swim away thing, which he fucking he's well away. won't. Yeah, he's he, gonna. he will. But yeah, yeah, in terms of Reading in the league, mate... Um, what are we saying about that? They're a mixed bag at the moment, aren't they? They're, not, they're sort of on the up again. I think they've done all right recently. Um, mm. Yeah, it's it's not as easy a game as like the league was. They made 11 changes in the FA Cup, which to me is baffling, I think. Just for a, a championship side to make 11 changes against another championship side is just mental. Yeah, but, so, I just, sorry, just to clarify, I'm, I'm not, I, I, I'm no cheating here because I, I got my phone, yeah. Um, they've, out of their one, two, three, four, five last games, they've only won once. Lost twice, drawn twice. I but before that, that, no, before that, I think this is what you're thinking about. They won one, two, three, four, five out of the previous seven games before that. Yeah. So they're, they're quite inconsistent. That's like, you know, promotion form there. But then they've hit a blip once more. Obviously lost to Bristol City 1-0 the other day. And um, Well, their manager, Bowen, came in after the Portuguese guy. weird. Fucking appointment that was. Whoever appointed him did a good job. I think he gave himself the job and did a good he job. He literally gave himself the job. It was mental, wasn't it? I, literally. That's, that's <laughs> the most Cardiff City thing to have happened. It happened to Reading. Yeah. I, I, I was like, hang on, does this happen to us or Reading? I'm confused. That is better than when we gave the guy that came to paint our stadium the head of recruitment job. <laughs> well, because I guess Tally Yeah. <laughs> <Fuck> <laughs> who didn't have the fucking visa and got deported. Uh, he got deported. <laughs> You got deported, like oh my god! Do you know what those were the those were the good days? They're mental. You just those think of those stories days. now. The mental old days of when you just didn't know what was going to happen. But you think, right? This is this isn't like twenty years ago, and it was like when football was still a bit sort of not quite as professional as it is. We were in the Premier League when this happened. Literally, <laughs> oh, fuck me! Like with that, the worst kit in football oh, my history. Days. It, it it was made slightly better by the black shorts. But when they had revealed it, it was that two-tone red shorts. With Mark Hudson. Yeah, poor Hudson. With his shirt tucked in, looked like... He just needed a lunchbox in his hand. Yeah. He looked it, like a school kid. It wasn't a good look, that kit. That was just a bad kit all around. Do you know what? I, I think our, like... I've no, got no offence to who was in charge though. of, like, the marketing at Cardiff City at the time. It was just awful last year. Remember when Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer came in and there was that... Join the Ollie Lucian. Join the Rev Ollie Lucian. And just a picture of, like, like Solskjaer. Who's like the last person who's gonna fucking start a revolution off, as we can fucking see now? Oh, no, he, it's all right. He's got anger at Lingard once on the pitch, so Man United fans like him now. Have you seen that? No. He's like shouting, lose the ball one more time and you're fucking off to Lingard, who's caught on camera. I know Man United fans were like, eh, fucking all these other wheels. But, we... did, but did he take Lingard off? Because I watched that game last night and Lingard, I guarantee you, gave it away again because he was shit. Oh, mate. Just, I don't even want to fucking talk about United. They just drive me nuts. But, yeah, so Reading coming up in the championship. Are you saying it's a must win? I don't think it's must win, I but I think if, if, win, if but... we're looking to really build on what's been a decent run, you forget we've, like, has Harris only lost two games since he's been here? Harris is going to want to build on that West like, Brom that's win. A West Brom win is huge. You're going to want to capitalise and sort of go on a nice little run now. Mm-hmm. And, like, you look at the fixtures coming up over the next few weeks. It's busy. But I think every team we're playing for the next six weeks are bottom half. 
I, I think so I, it's time to put a real good run. Yeah, I think by, the, by by sort of Easter, we could comfortably be in the playoffs, and that's mm. not being unrealistic. I think with the players we've got and the, the style that's starting to come through, it's not the most exciting to watch. We all know that. Mm. But they're cut, slowly cutting out the defensive mistakes. Morrison and Nelson at centre-back, Smithies in goal. Smithies looks great. Absolute, just, yeah. oh yeah, we didn't talk about the save against the Hall. Superb. Yeah, unbelievable. Um, Bennett's looking back to his best again, which is really good to see. And now he's got a bit of competition to spur him on even more. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm excited for the next few weeks. I'm, yeah, like, like, I'm a bit more optimistic. I saw, I saw a stat that in the last 10 games, in terms of points won, Cardiff like seventh in the table, which goes to show that Harris has actually done right since he's I mean, come in. I don't think he's done a bad job. I think he hasn't he's done just, a bad job at all. I think it's just not an inspiring job. That's the difference. It's not the football's not been enough to sort of. It's not been enough for change to justify changing the manager, but yeah. Neil left on his own accord. That's fine. Um, but there's a lot that there's a lot that can be improved on. But it's a nice start. It's a nice building block. Yeah. So what's your what's your prediction for Reading? I'll go because I think it's gonna be tasty. I think the players are gonna be pissed off about everything, and I think the fans are gonna be right up for this. Yeah. I'm gonna go two 0 Cardiff. Yeah, I'm going. I'm gonna go three 0 Ooh, nice. I'm going three 0 We're very strong at home. Reddin's away from isn't particularly amazing. Again, players are going to be fired up. Neil Harris obviously going to use that as a bit of a uh, team talk. Fans will be up for it, I think, and I can see Patson starting. I'd finish with the team, the, the team that came off the pitch at full-time at West Brom. 100%. That's what I'd go with. Yeah, um, I, but I, I'd like to see Patson uh, inside forward, try him on the right instead of white. Start um, Hoylet on the left. Yeah, but again, I, I almost want to say Murphy just because I want to, I want to be a bit more attacking against Reading. I think I think the points there to be had. But yeah, three 0 Reading. My prediction, Ben. I understand we have got some questions to go through. We do, we do, we just do. To, just to finish. What about the, the FA Cup? Off. What about the what? How do you, how, do you, you say you say you want a cup run? Yeah. Is this a question? Yeah. So what do you think the predictions are for the FA Cup? Do you think we're we're going to put a strong team and look to go through there as well? Yeah, I think we are. I think Harris wants that. You know, it's difficult. It's just, you know, we've had two games in a row now where we've had a replay, which isn't ideal. It's not ideal at all. We've um, literally, it's the equivalent of starting the FA Cup in round one. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I think I think he'll put a strong team out. You know, I th- other than the midfield, we've got a bit of depth in this team, a bit more than people Give us credit think we for. do. Yeah. Especially, you know, the wing and up front. I know Mendes Lang's out injured. Is How's Ward at the moment? Uh, he's a doubt for Saturday, but I think that's more due to the personal reasons more than um, the concussion. Now I think he's been very affected by the yeah. sad death of um, the former Huddersfield Town player that he was mates with that got killed. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, yeah, so if Ward is around, I would start him. i big fan of Ward. Would you? There's a lad on the bench at the West Brom game, Taz and Bebe, yeah, who he's, he's for up- the under-23s has looked phenomenal. For what the, I'll admit, the very little I've seen of the under 23s. I think if the next game where we're winning a bit comfortably, 2 0, 80th minute, 75th minute, get him on, I, see what he can I do. I agree. I, I'd start him again. Well, not start him, but start def- him. No, maybe not starting against Reddit, not in the league. In the Has FA he played Cup, yet? No, but he, mate, he looks a player. I'd start him, surely. I'd at least have him off the bench, coming off the bench at the FA Cup game, because the only way he's going to get experience and getting run out is mm. there. And we've got nothing to lose on the right at the moment if we're going to play so, that. I guess so, yeah. I guess so. I guess so. What, what about you? Do you think we're going to be strong, strong, strong outfit against Reading? I like to think so. Yeah, I think um, Neil's sort of seen that he needs to give some of the players that haven't that much game time a good run. Look at what was done for Volks. 
Yeah. Like it's got him speed and got him justifiably in the team. Yeah. Same argument with Patterson. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's is the FA Cup's resurrected Patterson. Yeah, so I think it's you've got to go strong. You've got to look for a cup run now. Look, yeah. we're two, two games away from Wembley. And do you know what? People go on about how the FA Cup's a fucking waste of time at the moment. And, you know, no replays and stuff. A, yeah, replays we, are great for lower league teams. Fuck off that. Like, don't get rid of that. But look at what the FA Cup's done for us. Like, more close to home for Cardiff. Revive Patterson. Got Volks back in the team. You know, that's that's a benefit of the what cup. What you tend to find, though, is the people that slag off the FA Cup are the same people that bang on about the Leeds game years and years ago with Andy Legg scoring the winner. Mm. Not Andy Legg, sorry, Scott Young scoring the winner. Yeah, They're the same sort of people saying, oh, the FA Cup's dead, the FA Cup's not as good as it used to be. And then your favourite memory of the FA... Yeah. Your favorite, one of your favourite memories of City all time yeah. is that game. It's like, the FA Cup's mental. I the, love it. The, the FA Cup gives... Well, exactly. A team like Cardiff now who aren't particularly favourites for playoff. A bit of a purpose in the season. Look, let's go on a cup run. We've been to an FA Cup final in the last 10 years, was it? Yeah. Or 11 years ago now. Well, it was 2008. Yeah, so... Right, in the last 15 years then. Yeah, 2008 and... 2012 was the... Carling Cup, yeah. Carling Cup, yeah. What's the next question? Uh, On to questions. Let's start with our good friend Paul Grono. How likely are you to renew your season ticket? I know you haven't got a season ticket at the moment. No. Are you likely to buy one next year? I... I can't. I normally play football on a Saturday, so I've, I, I've actually never owned a season ticket. Have you not? No, never in my life. Because I, I've always played football on a Saturday. Gosh, that gets expensive for you, because you used to be down a lot years ago. I, just, I know you've had... Yeah, I used to just buy the tickets. Like, oh. It just is what I would... Like, I remember one season I missed like four games at home. Probably spent like 600 quid on tickets. But I, it's just that I can't. Like, if yeah. I buy a season ticket, the way I see it, it's going to be an empty seat. Yeah. Know, although it doesn't really matter yeah. this season, but yeah, um, I mean, if I was a season ticket holder, <laughs> I don't know how I'd answer this. I'd, I've got, I, I could understand why people are kind of falling out of favour of the idea because you know football's an entertainment industry. Like you want to be entertained. Are you getting entertained right now? I don't know. What about you? Uh, this will be my tenth year it's renewing. It's better, it's better just asking you really. Rather yeah, than this me. this will be my tenth year renewing. So. I know, it's been a while. So I'm going to, but I'm sort of in a situation where I'm quite lucky. No kids. Missus comes to the football with me. She's got a season ticket now. She's had it for a couple of years. Um, best mates and his wife sit next to us as well. Yeah. Sort of, it's a nice day out. So sort of, yeah. But we're financially sort of, we're in a lucky position where we can afford to do that. Sort of, hmm. there's a lot of people that, it's it's a it's, big it's, thought. It's a big commitment. It's expensive. It's a big thought. I know. I know you can buy season tickets these days on like finance. Well, I do on finance. My finance finished in January, so yeah. sort of that's what I do. But I think you, I would do that as well. It's thirty quid a month, and it's easier than a three hundred yeah. quid hit. But um, the value is good. But I can understand why people are questioning it at the moment. Like you said, it's an entertainment thing. There's not been a lot to get excited about. Okay, well, so it's if, better. If, if you got an email through right now from Cardiff City saying. Renew season ticket, yes, no, and you had to decide right now, what would you do? Oh, yes, for me, yes. I'm sure a lot of people it, would. It, it, it would take a lot for me right now in the position I am. I've got no kids, no commitments other than on a Saturday I can go watch football. Yeah. But if you've got a family, you've got kids, and you've got other financial commitments or you can't quite afford it, I can understand why people are questioning at the moment. It's The prices for the tickets are reasonable this year. The season tickets, I think, have been good value for the last four or five years. But there's other thing, other factors that come into it. And I think I can understand why some people 
may not choose to renew. It's not just because the football's crap. There's a lot of outside factors that go into it. And yeah, I don't think it makes you any less of a fan if you don't renew because of personal reasons. Or no. you just choose not I, to. I, I think, you know, it's, I don't know how, as far as my opinion goes here, because I'm not a season ticker, although I do go to as many games as I possibly can. From my perspective, if you're not renewing your season ticket for entertainment purposes, I think it's a little bit pay. I can understand that, much yeah. worse times doing Cardiff City's, you know, to not renew. Depending on price, I don't know. What's the next question? Uh, next question comes from Scott Johnson, Brad Smith, Scott. and he asks, Brad Smith, am I right? And the answer to that is, yes, Scott, you are. On to Lewis Oates. Was that, was that the question? That was generally the question. Brad Smith, am I right? Yeah, and he was right. Right about what? Just him. Just saying the name? Yeah, Brad Smith, he is right, yeah. Brad that's, Smith. That's how you yeah. say it. That's is, how you spell it, yep. Is he spelling it right? Yeah. Hey, you're right, you're yeah, right, you're Scott. right. Thanks for wasting our time. <laughs> Lewis Oates, uh, do you realistically think we can get into the playoffs providing Tomlin stays fit and we add a couple before the deadline? Hmm, good question. Really good. We kind of covered it, but not really. I think... <laughs> I think that, that, could, that yeah. could be the slogan to our fucking podcast. Us. Kind of covered it. Not, not really. really. <laughs> no, it's because we can't... I don't know. It's, he's asked kind of... If we can... If Tomlin keeps banging him... Well, if Tomlin keeps being Tomlin, as we're seeing him now... We're going to we win the get, Champions League. And we can get the playoffs. Yeah, no, if, if Patterson can get into form, which I genuinely think he can, do I think we can get to the playoffs? Yes, I do. I uh, I think our weakness is midfield, but Raw's coming back into the team now. Vogue's kind of finding his feet. Why not? Why yeah. not? I think it's a possibility. I think Harris is also starting to kind of play, you know, his whatever his style is, is starting to change. It's got away from Warnock style of play a bit more. Um you know, why not? What about you? What do you reckon? I do, and I'll, I'll give you a reason behind this that's got a bit of facts behind it. Oh, nice one. Facts. Um, in the next seven games, we play sides that are below us in the league. Um, that These are facts. is, if we build on that and get as good results, as good runs we're capable of doing, hmm. that puts us in a massively strong position because the league this year is weak. Yeah. I think it's the worst championship it's been probably for 10 years. Mm. Even the teams at the top, you see Leeds and West Brom are trying to throw it away as much as possible. Yeah. So the next few games we go Reading. Then in the league we've got Luton, Huddersfield, Wigan, Stoke, then Forest mm. for a tough game at uh, home to Brentford in the, on the end of Feb. So realistically, there's not a lot. You should be looking to win all of them. Do you reckon? I think... You've got to be targeting wins and all of them, or at least like not or remaining undefeated, picking up a few more wins and draws. Yeah, and that's then with the way the league's going, that's going to put you comfortably into the playoffs. That's going to well, the way it's going, it could put you four up to fourth, mm. Mm. and from there it's in our hands and play on it. And yeah, I don't see why not. I do think we're a bit over reliant on Tom Linton. I think if he gets injured, where does the creativity come from then? You absolute child. <laughs> <laughs> Ben, come on, man. That's fucking disgusting. If you couldn't tell, we've worked out how to use the sound effects on the uh, editing software today, and Gareth's gone. Every Very time, childish. Every time you talk, I'm just going to do it. Sorry, what were you, what were you saying? No, honestly. <laughs> Don't trust you. Uh, yeah, I was just saying we have reliant on to sign a new player. You're such a dick. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, fucking hell. We wonder why no one's listening. Technology, <laughs> eh? Technology. 
Next question. Um, yeah, cheers, Lewis. That was actually a really good question. Sorry, Gareth question. ruined it. Oh, um, God, I'm going to delete the file so I don't have it. <laughs> Just the temptation's gone. Any more temptation. <laughs> I wondered what you were doing. You were clicking away. I was thinking, yeah. is he looking for research? Google is he looking, fart for, looking for something? No, he went for fart noises. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, we've got a question from Benny. Hmm. Quite a long one, this. Warnock is a legend. Please don't get me wrong. But Bakuna was the worst player on the pitch versus Reading away, and he stuck with him. Volks was nowhere, nowhere near as bad and was sent out to pasture, but has been more effective in recent games than Bakuna has been all season. I don't agree with that. Did Warnock get this wrong? I don't even know what he's asked there. Was Warnock wrong for freezing out Volks and not freezing yeah. out Bakuna? Um, I, he was wrong for freezing out Volks, 100%. Should he have frozen out Bakuna? No. I think Bakuna is actually way better than what I thought he would be after that Reading game. Yeah. Oh my God, that was the worst performance I've seen live since Samuel, uh, J. Lloyd Samuel, when I saw him play once against Preston away. In oh. fairness to J. Lloyd Samuel, he was still pissed. He was actually... No, that was Middlesbrough, that was. Oh yeah, Middlesbrough, yeah. yeah but yeah. Uh, yeah, that one as well. But yeah, no, I think I think he was wrong to freeze up Vorks, but he was, uh, he was right to keep... Bakuna, but I, I don't know why he'd done that with Orcs. No idea. I don't think he was freezing him out as such. I think, like, I think he kind of did, didn't he? Barely he, fucking played the guy. I think it was just because he couldn't find... He, he was still trying to find himself. You see now the last few games where he's come in, he probably could have found his place sooner in the side if he'd got a couple more games. Yeah. But, I, yeah, it was harsh to freeze him out and punish him as much as he did, but whether it was that or there was other stuff going on, we don't know. But I really don't agree with uh, Benny saying that Volks in the last two games has been more effective than Bakuna's been all season. I think Bakuna's, especially like. Some of the games Bakuna's had. Bakuna's been had a couple of man of the match performances. Yeah, he's, he's been outstanding. Feel like nine out of ten performances. He's been season. really good. So I think the yeah. problem with Bakuna is he fluctuates between being a nine and a five too often. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's no consistency there. But He'll yeah. also, he also likes a wander too much. He'll yeah. sort of just follow the ball and get a bit lost at times when you need Definitely. that discipline in the field. And the final question, the final question. comes from Jackie Oatley. <laughs> yeah, Baker, why are you such a dick? Well, Jackie Early, let me just give you my two cents. No. Nah, I thought you were going to play the fart and I said that would be the perfect no, place oh, to play it. I... <laughs> there you go. Well then, uh, it comes from another fart noise, Scott Salter. City aren't being very successful with their crosses. How can that, how can that improve? New wingers, more attacking fullbacks. More wingers or more attacking fullbacks? I think that's a really good question, to be fair. We, we mentioned White needs to work on his crossing. Um, I think Hoylet's pretty good. He's good delivery, Hoylet. But that's a good, that's a good point. Do you because think he's a good... Because the one thing that's been cooking me in the last few weeks is, right... Uh, it's probably all season. Murphy's got, Murphy's got a good corner. Murphy's the well. best cross. But Murphy when he takes the, does it. Murphy takes the best corner in the club. The way, the way Murphy puts the ball across the area... Hard and fast. How you, know, you like it. How, how I like it, yeah. Um, th what I wanted to say there, he raises a good point, because if we can utilise Jazz Richards crossing a bit more, because he's got a good he's pass got a good in him, yeah. Bennett as well can put a delivery in. I think, um, I just I just think it's a case of like, White isn't being particularly great for crossing. He's been playing a bit more recently. But, I don't know. It's, it's the one thing, it Scott's, Got a good point with it. It's the one thing that's really annoyed me. We had, I think, 10 corners against Red in the other week. 
and the amount of times it hit the front post, the man on the front post, the you first need, man. Um, with with it the just, guys we have, a centre-back. Yeah, centre back, yeah, for, for the height in that team, you've got Glatzu's six foot, like, 200. Yeah. Flint's about seven foot nine. This, Morrison's the, when tall. We, when we take a corner, there is no reason ever to do anything other than putting it in the middle and towards the back post. So someone can attack it, exactly. There's no one better than Morrison. I think in this league, the Sean Morrison... Uh, Getting up and heading back into the box. Or something well, I don't else. think there's going to be many strike, uh, many centre backs that have scored from set pieces as Morrison has over the last couple of years. Yeah, he's quality. I think maybe Flint when he was at Bristol. Yeah, it's just ridiculous that we're not utilising. We've, we've got them fucking both. Yeah, it's just mental how we're not making the most of that. I've got a question for you. Yes. Transfer deadline day approaches mm-hmm. tomorrow slash today when you're probably listening to this. All right. You've got two positions to sign. Where are they? Uh, centre midfield and right wing. Interesting. Yeah. Annoyingly, I agree with you. Because I thought you'd say striker and then we'd I have this, think, you know, chat. I just think we're all right in that yeah, department. I, thought, people, I think when transfer deadline comes around for any fucking fan, they're like, I need a striker. I want a fucking striker now. Well, I think every club's looking to sign a striker at the moment. You look at... I saw, I saw Nottingham Forest fucking fans saying, where's our striker? you got Lewis Graben. And they signed about eight. Fuck off. They've spent where's a fortune. fucking striker? Like, mate, it's right wing, sentiment. Like, we, I think we, we need someone to replace Pack, in my opinion. Uh, Pack isn't what I thought he would be. I agree. I think we need someone who is... Very much more industrious than pack, but can also turn much faster than a boat, and can pass more than sideways. And yeah. he's been struggling with that recently. Just don't. He doesn't offer anything. Pack just, isn't doing it for me. No, we need he, someone alongside Rawls, so Rawls can just be a bit more creative because he's great at that. He, he is a good ball winning midfield as well, Rawls, when he wants to be. Think worries me. I don't on, know on who pace, you sign. Like, who's, who's a good example? There of isn't. That? Is the, the tough thing is we it's haven't really replaced Gunnison. It's a really player to sign. Just get Gunnison back. Yeah, but he's knackered up. He's having a great time out in Saudi and his ankles are gone. Yeah. It's a tough one. Like, on paper, you're thinking the player you want to sign mm. or the play you, the midfield pairings, Will Vox and Joe Rolls, mm. it's too lightweight. It's not going to do what you want it to do, which is harsh. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a tough one that perhaps needs to be addressed more in the summer than it does in January, but I think they're the two, I, I agree with you, they're the two positions that are priority for me. Um, yeah cool so another episode of V for the Minion I want to thank you Ben Price for coming into this lovely studio at uh, King Code Campus in Cardiff Metropolitan thanks to them for obviously letting us use this swanky studio it is beautiful and uh, for everyone listening God bless All everyone the best. other than Jack Hilty